0: You're listening to the Community Pulse Podcast, a podcast on developer relations, community management, and everything in the tech community spectrum. Welcome your hosts, Mary Thangval, Jason Hand, and PJ Haggerty.
1: Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Community Pulse. Um, This is a light episode, it's just me and Jason today. Uh, Hey there. Yeah, we're we're hanging out. Uh, Ironically, Mary is on holiday. And that's kind of the the subject we want to talk about today, kind of the idea of, uh, to use Jason's word, fun employment and downtime. Like what happens when you step out of the office and uh, and take a break for a while? Uh, I know we've talked before about, you know, burnout and self-care and all that kind of stuff. But this is kind of a different thing. we like, you know, what happens when you're when you take a vacation, you come back. What happens when you're between jobs? Um how does that work and how do you continue on being a part of communities? So that's what we're going to talk about today.
0: Yeah. As we were sort of like preparing this episode or at least discussing what topics we were going to hit on, we realized PJ is just getting back from vacation. Mary's on vacation right now. She just finished writing that, that DevRel book. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm currently on uh, vacation, I guess you'd say, or fun employment or I'm calling it my radical sabbatical. Uh, but <laughs> either way, we're all kind of in, in, in either coming and going into this situation where um, we have been doing a little bit of self care mine is a little bit related to kind of in between some jobs um, and of course, Mary is just kind of I think resetting from that huge lift of working on her book, which we' are all very excited to read and very proud of um, so yeah, I just kind of felt like a very uh, timely um, i guess piece to discuss what do you do when you know when you do get the opportunity to have some downtime how do you reset and what's good for you and, and when is the right time to do that and that kind of stuff so pj why don't you start like tell tell us where you came from what did you do while you were while you were off
1: yeah so um after after months of of seemingly back-to-back travel and content development and and opening my own business and all that uh we headed up uh we have a family vacation to the adirondacks we go up there we stay in it don't it's not camping i don't want to i don't want to send the wrong impression we stay in a three-bedroom condo that happens to be in the middle of the woods um uh, but did some kayaking some uh some hiking on mountains and uh some just you know sitting around and 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 you know putting my feet in a lake like it was great, it was great. And I think I think that's the the interesting thing. I love that because our job is kind of go 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 every day, and you have to interact with people. And when when I go there, it's kind of like I interact with my family, which is which is great. But I don't really have to interact with anyone else except for like the guy at the ice cream store. Yeah, because um, we do go for daily ice cream It's a great. Shop up there called Northern Lights. If you're ever in Inlet, New York, check it out. But, so, uh, so that
0: was going to be my my first question for you, actually, is like, when, how, first of all, how long were you were you gone? How long were you? Seven days, oh, a full seven week. Yeah. Okay, so that's not a bad break. Now, for me, I like to get into um, a little bit of a routine sometimes, like some sort of minor routine. When I take a little break, like in the morning, I know I'm going to have coffee and then I'm going to like do some stretching or some yoga or go for a run. Or spend like an hour reading a book do you have anything like that when you're like you said you you know yeah got especially it, you know, especially
1: yeah especially well the ice cream is is very quintessential to what i do <laughs> um but like especially when it's when it's a downtime that's between jobs like 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 what your situation is right now um on vacation i don't make any decisions that's that that is my only routine it's like oh we're gonna get donuts tomorrow and i'm gonna go sure that sounds great we're gonna rent a boat and i need to get up at eight in the morning sure whatever i'm i'm down for anything. Um, when it's a, when it's a, a, a time between jobs, I I agree. Having a routine is, is key. You know, getting, you don't want to be like, you know, coming into your first day at the new job and you're so used to sleeping until noon that you can't, you can't function with anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, it's good to, you know, continue to get up at, you know, eight, nine o'clock, do it, you know, do the yoga, do, do a run. Obviously anyone who's met me knows I don't do those things. Um, you know, drink water to kill the hangover. Uh, but you know, have that, you know, I'm going to get up at nine. I'm going to check my email. I'm going to read the news. Um, after that, you know, I'll go get a cup of coffee, take a little break and I'm kind of going to come back and I don't look into some things that my new company is doing or look at some of the prospective, uh, clients I want to work with or the, the people that, um, that I'd like to apply to jobs for. Like if that's, if you involuntarily left a company, I'll put it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, kind of, you know, measure things out but make sure you have you do have that daily routine uh because eventually you're going to have to get back to a routine and you might as well kind of sustain that while you're on downtime
0: yeah that's something i'm kind of you know juggling right now really in this in this um i guess gap that i have well it's funny it's it's hard for me to really get into this mindset of i'm on this purely fun employment downtime because actually i just flew back to denver yesterday from indianapolis i'd gone out there to speak at their devops days um, because I'd already, you know, I'd already been uh, asked right. to come speak before I decided to switch jobs. So I went ahead and did that. And so I had to, you know, build a presentation last week and like do all these things that, uh, you know, I wouldn't have normally done if I was truly in between jobs. But um, I think, you know, kind of to your point, it's super, super important. I'm sure it's different for, for lots of folks, but I'm the same way. Like, when I go on vacation, I really don't want to have a plan because that is my life every other day of the, of the week is mm-hmm. that somebody has put something on my calendar. Somebody has told me I've got to do this. I've got to meet this person. I've got to talk about this. I've got places I've got to be, and and that type of stuff is really what I'm trying to get away from. So when I go on vacation, sure, I might have some like general markers or some things that I want to do. I want to go you know, paddleboard on this day or I want to go right. – you know go for a hike on this day but in terms of the details where when who's going to come with me anything like that i kind of let that just sort of evolve you know um as it as it kind of comes up because it's the planning part that really i'm trying to avoid i feel like
1: right Uh, right well you kind of want to have an adventure you know you want you know you don't want a strict routine it's it's you're the whole point of breaking out and being on vacation is to not do that yeah um so I think that like the key is you want to have something you want to have, you want to have fewer moving parts, I guess is what I'm trying to say, but yeah, yeah. parts that are always ready to move.
0: So let me ask you about this. When you, when you're on, um, on one of these breaks, do you completely try to disconnect from the internet, from social media, from email, from coworkers and, you know,
1: to um, a, de- to a degree, I think it's, it's these days it's almost impossible. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, I, I know we've mentioned this before running my own company means that I know I I can literally take a break whenever I want, and I never get to take a break. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of the idea, you know. I had I had to, you know, I'm going to speak at a conference where they arrange travel. I had to like get on and do some emails about passports and things like that last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, luckily being in the Adirondacks uh, in the area that we're in, it's not real easy to get decent email, decent connectivity. Uh, I mean, I'd say. 80% of the time I was there, my phone did not connect. I had no service. Yeah. And that, uh, so I'm looking night, forward like, to that, I'd so. hook it up to the Wi-Fi and I'd just check my email and go through things. You know, but that was almost like a, after kayaking for three hours, I'm cool with sitting in a chair and reading email.
0: So I'm curious for you, when when you lose connection for a little bit, does, does anybody panic? I get a lot of people. Who, oh, yeah. Recently, actually, I've had several friends kind of, you know, digitally pull me aside and be like, is everything okay? Like you <laughs> I, are we still friends? Uh like and and what's weird is like I'm still kind of plugged in and doing social media, but I'm very much not um as engaged as I, you know, typically am. Right. Uh, particularly on on Twitter. I think I'm you know still still putting things on Facebook and, and Instagram and stuff like that. But um I, I'm I'm trying not to be so like plugged in with everybody's everybody else's world and what's going on, but at the same time I like to share what I'm doing. So it's like I'm putting off this weird message that I'm, I'm still engaged, but I'm just not engaged with you, PJ. So right, and, exactly. and you're like, Hey, is it, it, what's going on? I thought we were, you know, so anyway, I'm curious. I thought we
1: friends. <laughs> Clearly Facebook gives us a status as friends. I haven't,
0: haven't talked, I haven't talked to you in a few days. I think this shows over. I think, we yeah, I
1: think, it. I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely get that impression where people kind of start to, you know, Oh my goodness, you didn't respond to my email right away. Or, you know, did you shut down your whole company? And it's like, no, I'm, I'm on vacation. And maybe maybe we should talk about the importance of of out of office messages, a subject I never thought I'd touch on. Um, <laughs> True. But like even like like you're saying like a lot of times, especially because I wasn't connected, like yeah, I'd update Instagram in the evening, um, and people would get blasted with like six or seven pictures, and then they'd comment, but I wouldn't comment back or like it or whatever for another twenty four hours when I got back into connectivity again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think a lot of people were like, you know, hey, usually he responds right away. Kind of mm-hmm. like that moment in airplane, where like he never takes a second cup of coffee at home. Um, <laughs> like the realization, the dawning that's going on in the back of their heads. And then, I think some people understand if they see the vacation pictures, or they they know that they follow you well enough that they've paid attention and realize you're on vacation. They kind of get it. And like it dings in their head, like oh yes, you know Jason's at that uh, bluegrass festival, and that's why he's not responding.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I, I also think that the, there's still some some people who are just so used to you being really oh, totally responsive that they can tell you're on social media. They can see you're posting pictures and maybe even making comments on other stuff. But if you don't respond to them right away, it, it throws throws things off a little bit. So right. Um. So I think kind of related to that, like, <clears throat> you know, even when we're on break, when we're on taking these downtimes, like I know for me, I do a lot of reading on my time off, and sometimes it's fiction and things that are not related to you know anything work. Um, but sometimes it is. And sometimes I have to sort of, I think maybe use that time to not only refresh, but, but look at, um, my type of content that I focus on Mm -hmm. with some fresh eyes in like a fresh place, you know, from the beach or from the woods or whatever. Do you like try to work on, at least in your mind, some, some of the content, how do you manage some of these things, speaking, engagement, stuff like that when you're,
1: when you're down? Right. And, and that's the tough, and I think you kind of hit the nail on the head when you were talking about being at DevOps Days, Indiana. Um while you 're in between jobs, like you kind of have to focus and still remember that you do a thing, uh, but at the same time, yeah, I try to take this time, like especially you know on vacation, I know i 'm going to have x amount of time to read and i'm a I'm a huge reader, and I think we've talked about this before i 'll read just about anything, and I will not let it out of my teeth until I've read the last page. Um, so I think a lot of times when I go on vacation oddly enough, I move away from like the tech stuff. Kind of, and move into other things, you know, other fields of science that I've never really looked at. You know, ideas about behind philosophy and stuff. Like, it's a great time to read that stuff because I don't feel like I'm taking away from the work because I'm not doing work. I'm on downtime. Mm-hmm. Um, in between jobs, it's a little different. I kind of you know focus on tech journalism and reading more of that so that when that question comes up about you know what's great about Kubernetes, you're totally 100 percent ready to answer yeah. you know, that question in the interview or you know when it comes up.
0: And I don't know if this happens to you, but no matter what I'm reading, like I've got a book I'm reading right now, which I'll actually mention in our checkouts at the end. And it has absolutely nothing, nothing to do with technology. It's really more about like, it's actually kind of about uh, Buddhism and, and and stuff that isn't really something I've ever, you know, specifically subscribed to, but I have an, op- you know, try to have an open mind about things. And so I'm reading this book and, and what's funny is I'm finding parallels um, with, you know, like a lot of the DevOps things that I talk about and, it's kind of fun to like read something that absolutely has nothing to do with your area of expertise or the things that are usually top of mind for you during, you know, during normal work time, but then be able to find some inspiration or find some ideas or quotes or something in a very random book that really gets the, <clears throat> kind of gets the ideas, uh, you know, turning over oh,
1: yeah.
0: work, you know? And so I'm sure that, you know, if I could, I'd just totally turn that off, but it's, it seems like it's not really possible. And, uh, well,
1: I, th- I think in a way, I think in a way it's human nature that we associate things with what we do most. Um, one of the things that I, I've talked about, too, a lot in, in, the to- in the conference talks that I've given, I think I actually did this at DevOps Days uh, Rockies last year, was talk about perspective and gaining perspective from outside sources. Um, at, in the talk, I'm specifically talking about different open source materials and stuff like that. But like, you know, the idea of, of reading a book that's that's about, you know, a, 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 an Eastern philosophy of some sort and saying, oh, hey, I really see where this applies. When I talk about, you know, developing a culture in an organization or in a community, I understand that this is something that people actually go through. I'm just looking at it through different eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I, I can't, I don't think I have the words to express how important that is, but also how, how natural it is sometimes. It, it's like, you know, if if I worked in a factory every day stamping out, I don't know, hubcaps, I don't know what people do in factories anymore, but if I stamped out hubcaps every day, when I went on vacation and read Frankenstein, I'd be like, oh, clearly this is a fact, this is a conveyor belt, this is a lie, and this is what they're building here, because I understand those things. Those are part of my daily life. So I think it's natural to make that association when you're reading something outside your usual spectrum to try to bring it into what, what you know.
0: Okay, good. I thought I was just like crazy obsessed with topics and I just can't, no, no, I can't no. get DevOps out of my head. Okay, good.
1: So DevOps,
0: <laughs> I can there, see it every, this is your next every, book,
1: Jason, the Tao of DevOps.
0: <laughs> it might be, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff that really like, oh, wow. I should have just been saying it like that this whole time. <laughs> because it makes perfect sense.
1: It's when you find yourself with a notebook and you're reading the book in a notebook and you're taking notes, like how do I DevOps this sentence right here?
0: Yeah. Well, th- this particular book, I, I, uh, I know that I'm. It's pointless to even open it if I don't have a highlighter in my hand because I'm oh, going yeah. to go. I'm going to go grab grab one at some point because there's just too many good things in there.
1: This is one, and this is not an advertisement. This is one of the things I actually like about the Kindle. One of two things. The first is the fact that you can highlight passages and then it saves your highlights to look at in a notebook within the Kindle, so you don't really have to like mm-hmm. do it externally. So saving paper because I'm a good person. Um, <laughs> and the other thing I like is is the dictionaries. So if you're reading something that's like Maybe a little more eloquent than the average, you know, beach romance novel. Um, you can easily look up what words are immediately right on the Kindle. You don't have, you don't need a separate source. Yeah. So I think that's great. And so it doesn't require Wi-Fi.
0: Oh yeah, that's Kindle.
1: That's they don't sponsor us.
0: <laughs> so uh, was this this most recent thing? Was this a, a long time planned uh, vacation for you and the family, or is this something that kind of came up because you felt like you really needed some downtime?
1: Uh it actually it kind of worked out both ways. We do have a, a standing arrangement that we go to the Andor- Adirondacks every year. Uh we've done it for the past 11 years. We've only missed two summers. Hmm, okay. Um one because we went to uh we went to Europe instead, which was nice, and one because we were like did it was like right after the first one, the second year we were like did we really like that as much as we think we did? And then we didn't go. We are like, "Yes, we did like that. That mm-hmm. was nice. Let's do it again." Um but yeah, so it's a standing kind of arrangement. It's it's nice. Uh, it's an extended family. It's, you know, my wife, the kids, her parents, uh, her her brother, my brother-in-law, they bring their family. So everybody's there. So we eat dinner together, play a lot of cards, uh, occasionally imbibe a few beverages and, and basically just chill out. Like there's literally nothing to do. And um, and what I wanted to ask you is if you get this feeling when you go on holiday or during during downtime, do you ever get this feeling like, the first few days you're like, Hey, I don't have to do anything. I'm not responsible for anything. Oh my God. What am I supposed to be doing right
0: now? <laughs> it's funny. <clears throat> actually, it's very funny that you mentioned that. Cause before we even started the recording today, I told you I hadn't, hadn't had any coffee. <clears throat> and I, <I've, laughs> and, and the reason is I'm carrying so much anxiety and like stress lately <laughs> just for, I think, because I don't know what to do with myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I don't like I have basically a month off. I've, I've taken this new role with, uh, with Microsoft, but I've decided I'm going to start after labor day. Um, but goodness, it's been, I can't even remember when I've had this much time and I don't even know what I'm going to do with all that time. So I'm starting to fill it in. I'm going go st- to, I'm going to go to some music festivals. My dad's going to come out to Colorado and we're going to uh, take the Jeep and go up in the mountains. i um, going to, you know, try to travel around and just see some friends that I haven't really had as much time to, to you know, visit with. But, uh, beyond that like I have like this full month of nothing to do and it kind of makes me nervous and so I had to I had to make this decision here recently that um by 10 a.m I'm like just antsy and just yeah. can't like focus on things and it's just making me feel um it's not the way I want to enjoy my downtime so as much as I love coffee I'm like on this self-imposed uh coffee uh, hiatus um which, sort of which i think
1: temporarily also increases the anxiety because your body's like hey coffee and you're like nope not right now
0: <laughs> well what sucks is, is is that like here i'm trying to do something you know creative and and be on top of my you know game and and words aren't even coming out of my mouth as, as, they, usually, <laughs> as they usually do so i'm sorry if i'm not uh not making a lot of sense this morning but uh trying not to get so so amped up um on coffee
1: yeah you know? i understand that i understand that completely.
0: So I don't know how what else I'm gonna to have to do during my downtime. I think I I think once I get into like okay, I'm today I'm gonna to go uh, go for a hike and go do all these things. Like I just know where I'm gonna be and I know what kind of stuff I'm gonna be doing. Maybe I won't feel so so anxious.
1: Right. Almost agendize your 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 downtime. A little that, bit, but I, I've I've actually thought about, you know, and and we were talking about this earlier too, because we both have now a bunch of like microphones and recording equipment. Like I, I thought about, you know, if I get a chance. At some point in time especially during this month because there's not a lot of conference there's not a lot going on this is the time to do the solo album exactly you know? yeah and i i know and i know from your instagram you've picked up a couple guitars and stuff too
0: um i have in fact I, I think you and i have kind of same aspirations for some of some of the music stuff here recently i've i've decided i'm gonna get some nicer recording equipment home mostly primor, primarily for our podcast Mm -hmm. Uh, so I'm, I'm using my, my new microphone for this first time for this episode, haven't quite dialed it in, but it's, I think it's better than what we were doing previously. Um, and I'm gonna use the same equipment and hopefully, uh, yeah, record some music, which I haven't done in years. And, um, I'm really looking forward to that also, you know, stuff I'm going to do on my downtime. I may even go get another instrument, uh, too. I'm just, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to fill in time with my downtime with things that I know I love doing and I've been picking up the guitar a lot lately and reading this, you know, partic- one particular book and going for wh- longer walks with the dogs and going on runs and paddleboarding and just trying to like I guess accept the things that I I'm just inherently g- want to go do and kind of um really dive into those things a little bit more head on.
1: Well, I think too as we get older we always have these things like oh I wish I had time to x Um, And for you, you and I both like that's, that's music. You are good at playing guitar. I own several guitars. Um, So like, you know, if I have downtime, like even when we went on vacation, I was like, Oh, I'll bring my guitar. I'll fool around, you know, whatever, maybe write some songs. Maybe I'll just play, you know, a really crappy country version of Wrecking Ball by Miley Miley Cyrus, (laughs) which true fact, I did that. Um, Maybe I'll record it. Maybe I won't, but this is kind of like that opportunity to like, Oh, I have hobbies and, you know, maybe It doesn't have to always be, me. maybe you write poetry, maybe you, but you, you focus so much on content development that you've gotten away from that. Write some poetry. You've got, you know, some time Develop. paint a picture, go to a paint night or just go to like a hobby store and buy a canvas and paint something. Mm -hmm. Uh, You won't do that without downtime. Yeah. If you don't take it, you'll always say, oh, I wish I could have, or, you know, I wish I had the opportunity. I wish I had more time. This is your time. Grab it.
0: So let me let me ask you this because this is something else I've been struggling with because a lot of people are on my case about what are you going to do with all this time like you gotta like I'm going to slap you if you don't travel and like go to you know some place you've never been go to Bali go to Thailand go to Vietnam go to you know um, somewhere over in Europe like go to some place that you've never been because who knows when you have a chance to do this and I was like. At first, that sounds like a reasonable suggestion and a reasonable like thing. And I've got the time, and I can. I've got some airline, you know, points and miles and hotel points. I, I think I can do this and do it on the cheap. And then I got to thinking, I don't just don't want to go get on a plane <laughs> and, and like you know, is that you you just got to drive to the Adirondacks? But yeah, it, yeah, your mind like, when you have the downtime. Uh, this happened back you know earlier earlier in the year too when I was trying to uh, figure out what I'm going to do with some downtime. And I just, the idea of getting on a plane mostly because I do it for work, I just couldn't anymore. So well, I just, I think something more local.
1: That's, that's the key too. I think because we, we do fly so much um, and we are traveling so much that sometimes like the best part of downtime is not leaving the house. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, to me, the Adirondacks is closed. It's like a five hour drive, which is to anyone who listens in Europe, not a very big drive in America. Um, <laughs> So it's like we don't even leave the state. It's kind of like it's it's easy. It's a no-brainer. You know, later later today I mentioned, you know, we're going camping. That's like an hour and a half away. Uh we're going to go to the Renaissance Festival tomorrow and so we go camping for a couple nights. No big deal. I like that. Um if it if it gets into like the okay, we're going to get on a plane. We're going to like that's what I do all the time. You know, every other week I'm getting on a plane somewhere. Except for mm-hmm. and and this we had this in uh, is the month of July for some reason, there's just not a lot of travel. there's not a lot going on usually in the month of July. Mm-hmm. so that's why it, it is kind of the best month for downtime. but uh yeah, like if if I could just get in a car and drive somewhere either locally or, or or relatively locally, all the better. yeah, I don't want to get it like and I understand the point that that your imaginary people brought up to you about you know, oh, why don't you go and see something because there's a good possibility, I might go to a conference there. Later this year, next year, you know, you're you're putting things that I could actually work into my work schedule that might be reasonable, yeah. um, which is cool, and probably the greatest part of our job. But at the same time, that means that when I have time to myself, maybe I just want to hang out at home.
0: Yeah, no, that's exactly how I feel, and and but I think that's also kind of contributing to my anxiety. Is like I'm here with not unlimited time, but quite a bit of free time Mm -hmm. and the means to go do some things. And here I am sitting on the front porch, drinking coffee for five hours, (laughs) like drinking, you know, just a hell of a large cup of coffee. Maybe that's why I get all (laughs) this anxiety. It's just a lot of coffee. Um, So uh, one of the other things I I wanted to, uh, I think, mention, if I can put out like a plug of an idea that I think is something that's recently... I've definitely thought about this before, but I think you have to stop and and sort of make yourself pause and think about when you're on downtime and you have this, these opportunities, it's not all about you. It's also about the people, you know, your family, it's about, mm-hmm. you know, your kids and significant others and everybody else, because this is their time to get you back a little bit also and to spend oh, yeah. some time with you. And so I, I, you know, it's just me and my, and my dogs basically for me, but I'm spending a lot of time with them that I didn't. And, um, But I can imagine like in your shoes, it's probably great for your family when you have downtime. Is there something that you try to focus on that's really more, you know, obviously it sounds like your trip in general is fairly family oriented, but do you have any tricks or things that you try to do to re sort of engage or engage more
1: with your family when you have these opportunities? You know, I I don't think there's there's a trick to it. I think it's just the fact of doing it. Um, You know, when we drive up, we are in a car together for five hours. We create a family playlist for every trip that we take. Um, and you know, everybody gets to pick, I think four or five songs and we order them so that they, they shift, you know, it goes like, you know, kid, mom, kid, dad, next line, kid, mom, kid. And you do, you know, and everybody has to listen to each other's music. And then we talk about the music and that like conversation started automatically. It's a little bit different because my kids are teenagers now. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, when they were little, they wouldn't stop talking. You didn't have to start a conversation. It wasn't really an issue. Now it's now it's more like hey let's talk about something like mm, yeah see so you don't know anything and I know everything so I don't really want to talk to you um, but that that's really the only trick other than that I mean we just we 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 talk we hang out we make sure everybody's included in everything we do it's like oh you know we only have two kayaks well if everybody wants to take a turn you can go with Dad or Uncle PJ and you know we'll go out and we'll 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 do it and we'll come back and somebody else can take a turn and some of the older kids can go by themselves. It's totally cool, no problem, um, and that—that's really all there is to it—is—is—is is, is making sure the lines of communication stay open and and hanging out together as much as possible.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I—I I, I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, of course, it's different for everybody. i oh, you know, for this episode, we're we're trying to come up with some ideas and things to really help you know help our community, but at the same time, it's all it's all very much you know kind of on a case by case basis and what you like to do. In fact, we were talking about what you know when when's the best time of the year to kind of take some downtime and what, you know, what should we recommend to people do on their time off? And of course everybody has, you know, you and I have things that are in common, but we also have things that are different that mm-hmm. know, I would recommend you go do. And you'd be like, nah, that's, that's not
1: interesting. Th- to me." That's, that's not time. for me. <laughs>
0: but I think that's the, the main point is like, whatever is interesting to you, you should, you should reconnect with that. You know, I'm trying to reconnect with, um, uh, music of course and i'm trying to reconnect with my dogs and i'm trying to reconnect with like being outside and just sort of you know the colorado lifestyle i kind of got disconnected from because i've been for the most part heads down just trying to you know kill it for 4 years with Victor Ops mm-hmm.
1: and, and, and I, you have
0: to your well, crowd, you have. i've been i mean i've definitely been trying to but but the point i'm trying to make is i've i haven't been snowboarding as much as i used to and i haven't been camping as much as i used to i haven't been up in the mountains As much as i did you know just four or five years ago and when i stop and like think about that um, the reason i moved to colorado was for that for that stuff and i got away from it Um, and it was by choice and i'm sure i could have made things work a little bit better but you know when you get home from a trip and you're tired like you just kind of want to sleep a few extra hours instead of getting up at 4 a.m to go snowboard so uh, but i think in terms of recommendations of what people you know really should do when they have the opportunity to have some kind of downtime is one, get lots of rest, drink lots of water, you know, just try to really let your body and your mind reset, but also like kind of let your, your inner soul kind of revisit the things that it used to love doing. Um, and to me, that's, that's definitely helped a lot. I think I'm getting, you know, like I'm physically getting in slightly better shape just because I'm, I'm out, you know, moving around a little bit more and doing stuff. But that's my advice is like, find the things that you used to love doing and you just kind of got away
1: from it and um, right
0: reconnect with that see if it's see if you can rekindle that relationship if it's not there you move on and you find something else but
1: right I, I think i think part of it too is the jobs that we have is kind of giving up our identity to the communities that we work in you know we're giving ourselves to this and so your downtime is really to to reconnect yourself with the identity that you want to have um yeah, exactly. you know i'm not saying like like re-examine your, go to psychotherapy for, for, for all of your vacation. That's not what I'm recommending, but like, just take some time to re-examine be like, you know, Hey, I used to love dogs and I haven't petted a, pet a dog in six months mm-hmm. uh, because I'm traveling and doing stuff so much. I, that, that was a really crappy example. <laughs> well, it's
0: not, it's, I mean, awful. it's not, um, I mean, a couple of years ago, I used to uh, volunteer at a horse rescue and I, my schedule just got so busy that I was pretty much calling in every week saying, Hey, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to make it yeah. back in time or I just have to, Uh, canceled this week and it got to where it was like six weeks in a row I had to call the rescue and and basically back out and I felt too bad to like keep that up but now I'm wondering maybe my schedule is certainly during this downtime I could go over there and volunteer but even moving forward I wonder if I can kind of open that part of my life back up again because it was very fulfilling I let let it sort of get pulled off of the, the shelf of things that were important to me mostly for the job which I do not advise or do, that's not a great way to do it. Um, I made that choice, but um, don't take that advice from me in terms of, (laughs) you know, if you have something you love doing, especially volunteering, uh, please like do everything you can to stick with that because it, Mm -hmm. it's, it's not just for the horses or whoever you're helping. It's, 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 you know, it really is good for you, whether you realize, realize that or not.
1: Absolutely. I agree 100%. And downtime's a great time to uh, to to analyze that. And and if you have been volunteering, there's nothing else that you're kind of working on. Maybe downtime is a great time to find a thing that you are excited about and maybe get behind that. Um, you know, I think that I think that sums it up. Yeah, and I know
0: we kind of wanted to keep this uh, on the shorter side in terms of episodes uh, in general. We've been trying to keep them just a little bit shorter and briefer and to the point. And um, we're sorry we missed. Uh, you know, we missed our friend Mary this time, but it seems like it was kind of the perfect uh, opportunity to just talk about, you know, what's some things that we like to do when we're uh, in these opportunities to have a little downtime, fun employment. Um, so uh, with that, PJ, you got any closing things? Otherwise we can go over to our checkouts.
1: No, I mean, the, the, just just to kind of reiterate, make sure you take downtime, make sure you take time for yourself, um, whether that's between jobs or just a little bit of a vacation, even if it's a couple of days, you know, Take time to go sit in a coffee shop and read a book.
0: I feel like probably most of the people that listen to this show, they have, you know, management, they have people who get it and they, they're never going to like push back when you say, hey, right. I need some downtime. But if you've got somebody who's just, you know, that you have to report to or, or whatever, who's just really not letting you have that downtime, um, you need to have a heart-to-heart conversation with them or point them to PJ and, and me or, and Mary. Like, yeah, feel to-
1: free to refer to this podcast.
0: <laughs> because it is super, super, super important. You know, it's more, it's not just about vacation time. It's about if you need to go take a few hours and just go do something for yourself, um, you should be able to do that. Because you spent, you know, a couple hours on an airplane, you know, when you maybe would have been reading a book or, or listening to music or playing games on your on your phone or whatever, you were probably doing something work-related. right that adds up really quickly. And I think we, we forget how much that adds up. I know I'm not keeping a ledger of all the different hours I'm on a plane or in a, in an airport or whatever, doing things that are really more more work related when I could be doing something that's more, you know, like fulfilling for me as a person. Exactly. Don't let that happen. I was just talking to somebody yesterday, like how my routine at Victor ops used to be that I would wake up at six. I, I would, you know, let the dogs out, feed them, Uh, make a pot of coffee, take a shower, then I'd go sit outside on the porch and check all my email, check all my Slack messages, respond to whoever needed to, um, do a little bit of browsing online, and then I would go into work around like nine o'clock, only to come home and then turn around and either go out to a meetup or start working on a presentation or start writing some content. And Mm I would do that until nine, 10 o'clock. And so I'm putting in, and this isn't every single day, but in some cases, when there's a lot of stuff kind of coming to head and I got a lot of deadlines, I could be putting in 12 hours a day and it, I'm not even thinking about it because I just right. I just sort of woke up and started doing what I do. I didn't think of it as work. You know, I just thought of it as this is just what I do. Uh, but after a while, that catches up with you. So don't let your boss or or anyone tell you that, you know, you can't go have a little bit of downtime or even just just disappear for a day and then figure it out later if you really need it.
1: And the, and the other thing I'll I'll add to that real quickly is just if you see someone else who clearly needs downtime, whether that be your boss or or someone you are the boss of, you know, maybe mention it to him. Say, hey, you know, you know, Bobby, why don't you take a couple days, and just you know, get your stuff together. You? Why don't you take Why don't you take a week off? I I I've had bosses where I've just been listen, like, listen, um, I can take some of this weight off you for a little bit if you want to take a day or two to just relax. Cause it, you know, it seems like you're pretty stressed and you, you need some downtime, you know, let the team handle what we need to handle and take that time off. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. I think we're recognizing that, think others better. that need. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, why don't we move on to our checkouts and start wrapping this one up? Um, Sounds good. So kind of related to this, the, the book that I'm reading in my time off here has been actually really, really good. It's been good for me in a lot of ways, both just, Stuff I'm kind of sorting through professionally, stuff I'm sorting through personally, uh, but it's called The Art of Happiness. Uh, it's essentially, I think it's, um, it's a therapist who uh, had some opportunity to um, get a lot of interview face-to-face time with the Dalai Lama. And he sort of like summed up um, in, in sort of his words, uh, everything that the Dalai Lama does to basically maintain happiness and, and sort of spread that around. And I don't know, I'm, I'm definitely oversimplifying it, but it's a, it's a, really, it's a really good book. Um, it's not a, you know, it's not really a, a high, like Buddhist or uh, anything religious or spiritual. It's, um, it's, it's pretty practical in terms of here's some things you should try, um, and you can do and, and, um, not just for yourself, but to make other people happy too. And, and, um, uh, yeah, I, it's been, it's been around forever. I think it was, I don't know, there's probably been multiple prints of it, multiple versions yeah. of it. Um, and I've got this old hard cap, hard book, um, copy of it that I've just was like laying in a stack of books. I didn't even know I had. Um, but anyway, the heart, the art of happiness, I, I definitely uh, recommend that. Oh, we'll put that in the uh, show notes. I don't have the author, um, right handy right now, but we'll find that and add that. So what do you got?
1: Uh, so yeah. So on vacation, as I mentioned, I like to read things that have nothing to do with what I'm doing. So, um, I, I used to be big into physics. Uh, a few people actually know I have a, I have a, degree other than my computer science degree, which is forensic anthropology. Um, and I read about that, but this summer I decided to go in a different direction. And i I read a book called the elegant universe, super strings, hidden dimensions, and the quest for the ultimate theory by a guy called Brian green. It's Brian green with an E and we'll link it up in the show notes. Um, just an interesting take on some of these higher functioning concepts in current physics and astrophysics, but put in a way that's easily understandable, you know, from, understanding how relativity works to uh modern string theory which isn't really totally valid right now they're kind of looking at that not being a thing but uh it's a very open way to understand how physics works um it's one of his first books he goes on to have a second book about why strings are not quite the greatest uh, ultimate theory that they thought it was but yeah check it out the elegant universe by brian green um other than that musically uh Oddly, right after I came from home from vacation, the next day, I drove to Pittsburgh to see a band called Coheed and Cambria, um, who are coming out with a new album called Unearthly Creatures. Uh, I think it's coming out in September. Uh, if you get a chance, they're on tour. If you get a chance to go see them, go see them. Absolutely amazing show. Um, not very expensive. I think it was like 40 bucks. Uh, and keep an eye out. There's two tracks already out from the album. Uh, one is called The Dark Sentencer. The other one is the title track, Unearthly Creatures. I will give you this caveat. Um, this is some dark music. Like it's very comic booky, very sci-fi, but it's a bit violent and, and, and brings up some, some odd concepts. Uh, they have a very large back catalog that I enjoy thoroughly, but, uh, yeah, Coheed and Cambria, check them out. Those are my checkouts. Um, Sweet. so I think for, uh, for this episode, I think we're good.
0: Yeah. Let's go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, next time we'll have, we'll hopefully have Mary back with us and all three of us will be back in force and we'll probably have a guest with us as well. And um, yeah, if you've got also one of the things, if you're part of the DevRel collective, we know we, we've kind of put the, the um, question out there of, uh, what are some things you'd like to learn about? You know, we, we do this, this uh, podcast because it's not for us, you know, it's, it's, we love, of course, talking to, it, to each other, but we hopefully are <laughs> helping our community out there and, and the, the concerns and the questions that they're doing or that they have uh, regarding what they're doing so um, if there's something that you would like to learn about or something you want to talk about please reach out to us um, uh, we're just at community underscore pulse on twitter I'm at uh, Jason Hand PJ you want to tell me yeah
1: I'm, I'm at Esplenic that's A-S-P-L-E-E-N-I-C on twitter and of course you can get us at PJ or Jason or Mary at communitypulse.io um, we're, we're also in the Uh, evangelist collective slack channel so if if you are listening and you're in that slack channel just reach out to us and say hey what about this and we we always entertain ideas for new episodes and uh, we're always willing to talk to people who want to be guests so feel free to reach out
0: yeah until then um, take care of yourselves make sure you get lots of downtime as you need it and uh, hopefully you're all enjoying your summers and we will uh, hopefully hear from you and talk to you soon all right take care everybody bye
1: This has been another
0: episode of the Community Pulse podcast. Find us on Twitter at Community underscore Pulse. Online at CommunityPulse.io and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.
1: We'll see you next time.